You're listening to the Counseling Clinic Podcast with Aisha J. And Lisa Michelle, the show for up-and-coming mental health professionals, advocates, and anyone else wanting to learn more about the mental health field from two not-so-professional professionals. The discussions in our episodes are not a replacement for seeking professional individual mental health care and should not be viewed as part of one's own personal mental health treatment. Our conversations are geared toward assisting mental health professionals, advocates, and others interested with thought-provoking ideas and resources. For our full disclosure statement, visit our website at thecounselingclinicpodcast.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. If you're a returning listener, if you're new here, we're happy to have you. Strange time to join because this is our finale of season eight. Um, <laughs> but again, that's season eight. So there's plenty for you to go back and listen to if you're new here. And also, thanks for joining, even if it is a little late in the game. <laughs> <laughs> So again, this is our season finale and we will be back in the spring. So we'll take some time to enjoy our holidays and get some things settled. So we're in the midst of it, y'all. It's the middle of the holidays. Thanksgiving passed. It's December now. We're getting ready for Christmas, getting ready to come down on Christmas and then try to start a new year, right? Which for most people tends to be a mess, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So as always, we want to do a quick Christmas check in. So today we're talking about handling your holiday. So to start with, we'll talk quickly about vacations and time off and celebrating because those are all kind of different, right? So Michelle, let's start with taking time off. Taking time off. So Depending on what your work situation is, right? Your time off, your paid time off may look a little different from individual to individual. But one of the biggest things with this is to use your time off or take your time off wisely and use it for what it's for, which is to be off. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And we'll go into more detail on that in a second. But yes, absolutely. (laughs) You would be surprised how uncommon that is. Well, you know, there's this um, hustle mentality, right, in our society of even if you're off, you can keep checking emails because you get them on your phone now, which is terrible, but also great. It's a whole thing. So even little things like that that we think are harmless can still be harmful. And usually are harmful. I'll I'll go ahead and, and say that it's usually not working for us, but we don't know how to stop doing it, right? I'm saying us just to be inclusive, but I don't usually have that problem, y'all. I'm great at being away from work. <laughs> I'm getting there, you know. I am great. <laughs> I do not have the stuff on my phone. I do have my work email on my phone because my work email is a mess. Like it's just... It's, it's the email server that is just not great. And so I have to have it on my phone to make it a little bit more user friendly. But I don't check it if I'm not at work. <laughs> and look, that's a that's a goal to get to, you know. So funny story. I remember watching Family Feud and the question was name something that a wife has to remind her husband to do. Um, and one of the answers was 
take vacation, right? And it was it was funny. You could see the difference in like how people were like, really, you have to convince somebody to go on vacation? And it's not so much about going on vacation. Sometimes it is, mm-hmm. but it's not always about going on vacation. It's about being on vacation, right? You know, your lawyers, your uh, maybe salesmen, um, people in athletics, right? They tend to be like on the go when it comes to work, right? And so you may get them to schedule the time, but when you're with them, they're still checking emails. They're saying, oh, I got to answer this phone call. Let me respond to this person, you know? And so it's about being on vacation that really is more complicated than I would say than people want to admit not than they want to recognize but then they want to admit like people do a bad job of it (laughs) well because i think we're pressured into again this mentality of if you can be working be working right or because it's on your phone because you've got a laptop or an ipad it won't take you long. It won't be a difficult thing to right. just check an email, respond to this person. Yeah. When each moment, each of those minutes, build, they build up, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I also think there's um, a certain amount of guilt associated with mm-hmm. it too, right? Like, for example, my husband will answer the phone, right? If maybe he's in the middle of dinner or something. And I'm like, you can just call them back, you know? And I bring that up to say, like, I find myself telling that to many people. You know, right. I use my husband as an example, but I find that I say that to so many people. You can just call them back. If you were in the restroom, you, you would just call them back why do you feel so obligated to answer when you're not in the restroom <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean <laughs> yeah and, and I think there's this this struggle you know mm-hmm. because everything's at our fingertips or yeah. we, we have this thing of oh it won't take me long it's it's just a quick email it's just a quick voicemail whatever right the problem besides again that those minutes add up and and it takes from you know dinner with your wife is that it's also the mental load that comes with that is yes, that we now exactly. are harboring stress now we're focusing yes. on work at 7 30 at night mm-hmm. absolutely and even even when you get stuff like i was working at a university and we did like a the staff council meeting uh, uh, i don't remember what it was called but whatever we did like a like a meeting for you know all of the staff across campus and somebody asked you know how often are we expected to be working because if i get an email at 10 o'clock at night then i feel like i have to Mm. answer that email and there's a couple of issues with that i bring up that example to say just because you get something does not mean you have to respond to it but also you have to decide how you want to feel about that and how you want to respond to that, right? For me, no question. I'm not even looking at mine. I'll walk in the next day and my boss will say, hey, Aisha, did you look at this email? No, because I wasn't at work. I'll look at it right now. That's my answer all the time. (laughs) And I recognize that that's not most people, right? So I'm not pressuring you to be be an Aisha, but I am encouraging you to be a you, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm encouraging you to be a you and to do what works for you. The issue is you have to be honest about what is actually working. You can say that, oh, this email is only taking me three minutes to respond, but you also have to admit that it's taking a mental load on you. It's 
disrupting your family right, dinner. It's uh, making you feel like you never leave work, right? So you have to be willing to be honest with yourself. And if it's not working, do something different. Absolutely. I love that. Okay, so we have an article that has a couple of great tips. Michelle, tell us about that really quick. Yes. So this article, which is posted below, is from goodtherapy.org, is referencing how therapists can really utilize and optimize their vacation and or time off. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as we're looking at the holidays here today, we wanted to kind of include this. So the first one, um, there's just four or five things that are mentioned. Um, But the first one is to notify your clients well in advance of when you're going to be out or what you're taking off, depending on your type of work. Maybe it's letting them know what the holiday or vacation policy is. As far as, you know, uh, we're closed on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day or the week of Thanksgiving. So depending on where you're at, that can look a little different. But again, the earlier you let them know, the easier those conversations, especially closer to time, can be. Yeah. Yeah. And like Michelle said, that that really looks different in different settings, right? Um, when you think about a private clinic versus a community mental health facility, residential is going to look a lot different, right? Somebody's going to be on call over the holiday period. They may have in temporary staff to help. Maybe, you know, people don't really like to do much funding for mental health. So, so possibly not, but maybe. <laughs> but it's going to look different in different settings, right? And so the amount of notice you give may look different too. But piggybacking off Michelle, those conversations are easier if they if they happen earlier, it can just be like a simple reminder. And also a tip for people in private practice, if it's policy and it's standard, then people know, right? So you don't have to like make a big deal about it or feel guilty about taking time off or say, what are my clients going to do, right? It's already practice and people already know, oh, this is what happened last year. I think they closed during this time period, right? So again, those things will look different. Also a tip for clients, you can simply ask, right? Just simply ask your, your clinician, hey, will you be here during this date? That's easy enough too, right? Or if you have more serious concerns, what do I do in case of emergency, right? You know, last episode, we talked about disordered eating during the holidays, right? right. So maybe, you know, you have a relapse with your eating disorder. Maybe you simply have anxiety related to it, right? Maybe you're worrying yourself excessively because you're concerned about the possibility of a relapse. Maybe you're sad when you look at food or, you know, a family member brings it up to you and they are telling you they're proud or how happy they are that you're doing well this holiday, right? Any of those can be stress inducing and you can ask your clinician, what do I do in these cases, right? What do I do if something comes up? Are you available for emergency sessions if I need you? Is there an emergency number that I can call? What do I do in the meantime? All of that is acceptable. And hopefully they already have something like that in place. And for uh, clinicians, I want to remind you, that is such a great example of why talking about this stuff early on and periodically is so helpful. Because our clients, whatever, 
anxieties or stressors or what have you will will just pick up closer and closer to holiday. So if you know you're going to be out, helping them prepare is such a beautiful thing. Right. Because we're the professionals, right? So we know that other things come up. I have a client with an eating disorder and I was telling them over Thanksgiving, we could do a virtual session if necessary, because I would be available to them. And the client's parents response was, I'm not really worried about the eating this time. And so I had to remind them, well, there's other stuff that comes up, right? It may not be that the client is restricting eating, but maybe they're feeling anxious. Maybe there's too many family members around, right? Maybe they're judging themselves and being hard on themselves. So, you know, being the professional that you are and, you know, being the professional to your client really makes the difference, I think, right? Because they don't always see all of the stuff that we see. Absolutely. Next is set up out of office messages and or handle administrative tasks. It's just nice. (laughs) It's just nice to have this stuff done, ready to roll so that if and when, most likely when you get those messages, those emails during your holiday or your vacation or your time off, number one, you're not just bombarded, right? If you have an outgoing out of office message ready, that helps kind of curb some of that. Also, think about how helpful it is to just have everything wrapped up in a nice bow (laughs) right before you leave, right? Whether that's clients understanding things, whether that's outgoing messages, paperwork done, plans done, what have you. Right. That is such a taxing mental load as well, right? Knowing, oh, in a week, I got to go back and handle all this stuff. I'm going to be so behind. Mm -hmm. It's so nice to know this is handled for right now. This is wrapped up. And clinicians do that, y'all. Clinicians will like will even avoid taking vacation because they don't want to deal with the chaos that they come back into, right? I've missed all of this stuff with all of these clients. I'll have so much catch up to do. It almost makes the vacation not worth it. It's always worth it. You know, <laughs> take your time off. <laughs> right, right. Make sure you get yourself together. <laughs> but also that that can be a medium, right? You don't have to have everything done, but make sure what you do walk back into is manageable for you, right? If you take one week off, make sure that, you know, you do enough work before you leave so that you're not coming back into too many things that are going to feel overwhelming for you. Maybe if it's possible on your first day back, try not to see clients or, you know, whatever it is that your job is. Um, Try to save that that first day back for administrative stuff to come back, you know, yes. to um, use your time wisely again. For me, the email thing is hard. Like I said a minute ago, my my email server is a mess. Like it's just it's just a bad server that's not really as like they don't even have bullets on on the like on the email. Like there's there's just so few features that it's hard to do. So I don't often think about doing an out of office message, but it is something that I need to do because like I told y'all, I'm not answering my email, right? So, so if somebody emails me the first day that I'm out and I'm not coming back for a week, they're going to be looking for me. So I'm, I'm definitely going to look into if we have an out of office message. Love that. Up next is find a colleague or coworker who can help with the emergencies. This is so critical depending on why and when you're going to be out, right? If it's maybe an upcoming surgery, if it's a vacation where you're going to be, you know, out of the country or away from 
internet services. If it's a holiday when most people will be out, right? right? There's Absolutely. not very many people to turn to. That's right. This one can be so crucial. So letting someone else in on what your plans are, what your needs are, is is huge. And especially with this idea of, you know, we're talking about clients and letting them know what your plans are. Remind them of the emergency protocols. Yeah, right. Remind them of the documentation that they signed when they first started working with you. Heard that. That has, that has all of the information in it. You can tell them that, look, I can print you a new one if you need it, right? Right. Um, but all of the emergency protocols are in there. That's absolutely right. Okay. So lastly from the article is disconnect your devices. I think that kind of helps sums up this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just not necessary all the time. You know, there are some fields where, yes, you have to be on call, even if you're or what have you. But there are so many that we put that pressure on ourselves. Right. There's so many of us who can't disconnect from our phones at all. That's right. Um, again, I am, as usual, on the other extreme. <laughs> I lose my phone all the time. I rarely yes. ever want to be connected to it. <laughs> I literally al- almost left my phone in a professional basketball stadium a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, like somebody had to tell me, you're leaving your phone. <laughs> were you, be honest, were you a little bit sad? Like, dang it, somebody called it. Right. <laughs> because I, I pro- it probably would have took me so long to even notice that. But anyway, again, I know that that's the other extreme, right? I'm not telling you to be an Aisha. I am telling you to be the ve- the best version of yourself, that's right? Right. <laughs> Disconnect some if you need to, and I'm sure that you can probably use a break. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that bet. Okay, so just to uh, finish the clarification, let's talk about what celebrating looks like versus time off and um, vacationing. So. You know, we're talking about the holidays right now. And a lot of times we, because we're so overwhelmed, we're so stressed, the hustle and bustle of everything, we forget that why we're off is a joyous celebration. You know, whatever you practice or believe or celebrate, right? Don't forget to actually embrace that situation, (laughs) that holiday, because it's the joy, right? Like that's what we're looking for. There's a, there's usually a traditional joyful aspect of whatever the holiday is that can be so good for us to experience. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And again, being the best you possible doing what works for you, um, if that's not important to you, then it doesn't have to be, right? That's right. But also, I, I find that people get caught in the middle of so badly not wanting to participate in what others do that they try to go the other way, right? Yep. And like make other people not want to do it either. And it's just not necessary, right? If you are not invested, then that's perfectly fine to not be invested without having to tell other people not to be invested. And the same goes with being invested, right? If you are doing a Christmas countdown and I don't (laughs) want to, like you don't have to force it on me either, right? I think there's a middle for both of those. Whatever you appreciate, appreciate it, you know? Which kind of brings us into mindfulness. So we've mentioned mindfulness briefly in a couple of different episodes. Maybe we'll do a whole episode on it. Maybe not. I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> um, but but anyway, if you're not familiar with the term, if you're a listener, you should be. But if you're not familiar with the term, mindfulness is 
very simply put about being in the moment, right? Um, And so I bring that up to say when you're celebrating, being mindful is so beneficial and so helpful. And it just adds to that positive, joyous feeling that Misha was just talking about, right? When you're being mindful, it really doesn't take much time. You can simply enjoy the scent of your Christmas tree, right? Or, you know, I guess it's December by then, so not really, not really fall scents anymore, but you know, the, the smell of, uh, like the snow or the cold, right? Uh, things like that. You can enjoy the warmth of the fireplace, or if you're holding a glass of hot chocolate or of, you know, whatever kind of hot drink you drink during the holidays, you know, enjoying that warm moment and just kind of soaking that in, right? For example, after Thanksgiving, we went out to brunch with a couple of friends, and when we walked out, out of the restaurant, across the street, there were these beautiful trees with a bunch of red leaves on them. Like it was so full of red leaves. And and I stopped and said, wow, those trees are so beautiful. And literally everybody paused. It was like this, this pause in time, right? Love that. <laughs> that we all just kind of soaked in those red leaves. And then we went on about our business, right? All of us, we hugged and said goodbye and got in our cars and left. And it was just that simple you know, appreciating, you know, that beauty or that moment, whatever, right? That's enough to be mindful and to to simply appreciate something, you know? I love that example, especially tying that in here with, it can be just that if we, oh, this is so cheesy, but if we are stepping away from our phones or these obligations, we can see these things. Right, right. Okay, so we gave some tips from that article we were talking about that had tips mostly for clinicians, but also, you know, for people in other professions too. Right. So a few tips just for everybody in general. Remember yourself, guys. I've been saying that through the whole episode. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Do what works for you, right? Be whoever you need to be. Do what you can and only what you can, right? Right. For example, we're ending our season early. We usually have two additional episodes, but we simply don't have the time this year. When we do have the times, we take our time and we do a, you know, fun holiday episodes and give tips and stuff like that. And now that we don't, we're not doing it, right? We just can't. Um, So use us as an example to say, oh, that still worked out, right? Take the opportunities to take care of yourself. That's right. And with this example of ourselves, when we made the decision to wrap the season up a little earlier, there were feelings of both being disheartened and also relief, right? And you can have both feelings in the same space. Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned that. But either way, whether or not we felt relieved or disheartened or frustrated, this is what we needed for ourselves. Right. And those feelings can be processed and worked through, but the tangible thing had to happen. Yes. And those feelings also don't have to be bad either, right? I think Absolutely. I think a lot of times, especially right now when you're surrounded with what's, you know, everybody's telling you it's supposed to be joy and, right. you know, all of these family members who you haven't seen in a while telling you what to do and what you need and how right. you should and, you know, all of that stuff. Those feelings don't have to be bad, right? You can just accept, you know, about the episode. I feel disheartened that we had to, you know, end early, right? But I also feel 
feel relief. That's interesting. That is both of those. That's kind of opposite. Oh, well, moving on, right? <laughs> you know, right. like they can just be simply those feelings. And I think that quite often, just people in general definitely make more of that than oftentimes necessary, you know? Mm, absolutely. So the big takeaways from this, you guys, is there's no right answer. Do what works for you. And that's okay. Whatever works for you is perfectly fine. But don't be lying to yourself. Make <laughs> sure it's actually working. <laughs> and kind of to piggyback off the thing we were just talking about, um, or you were just talking about, it can be frustrating, right, to mm-hmm. maybe realize that what works for you is not the thing you've been doing or right. to not know exactly what works for you. And that's a right. boat I've been in many times of getting asked, what do you need? How can I help? And then I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But that, I will say, is where mindfulness can be a really powerful factor because yeah. then we can see more what's going on inside and what we actually do need. Yeah, Absolutely. And again, with all the people around, you know, that guilt are the people trying to push guilt onto you. Um, it may be even shame for uh, mm-hmm. feeling guilty of um, choosing yourself, right? All of those things can be frustrating. And if you need help with that, there are people to help. <laughs> That's right. So get the help that you need. Do what works for you. And hopefully you find some joy during this time. Hopefully um, you have positive experiences and things work out. Like you, you'll you be surprised how many things start to fall into place when you do what you need for yourself. Mm. Couldn't agree more. So that is all we have for you today, guys. We want to know your thoughts and experiences. As always, are you struggling with the holidays in any way, right? Is it an actual struggle? Are you worried about the money you spend? We have an episode on that. Go back and listen. Yes, um, we do. <laughs> are you sick of the holidays? Are you ready for them to be over? <laughs> so any kind of struggles that you're having, we'd like to hear about that. If you're a clinician with tips to share, we would love that as well. And as always, if we missed anything, please let us know so that we can all continue to learn and grow together we will see you guys in a while in spring so we hope to see you back thank you all so much for sticking with us through eight seasons this has been wonderful we are so grateful we're we're so grateful so blessed and excited to continue to grow thanks bye guys see ya thanks for listening to the counseling clinic with aisha jane Lisa Michelle. Remember to check out our website at thecounselingclinicpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at the Counseling Clinic Podcast. We'll see you guys by our next session. Bye guys.